your faith is your life. Hallelujah. Save me, my faith is my life. Say it one more time. My faith is my life. Hallelujah. This topic seems controversial, but it's the absolute truth. It will take your faith for everything that God has said about you to ever come to pass. In obedience is impossible with that faith. Obedience is what is impossible with that faith. Righteousness, holiness is impossible with that faith. Praise the Lord. We need to understand these things so that our Christian work will become easy. If there's any area, if there's any part of us that we need to understand and walk in is understanding the reality of our faith. That until you begin to walk in faith, until you understand what faith is, God is not permitted to move. God will be breaking divine laws. God will be breaking his own laws. God will be undoing his own word to bypass your faith and work on your behalf. So that is how most Christians think that grace has come to replace faith. No. Grace has come to make us aware of all that the Father has given us. And then we use our faith to receive it. Hallelujah. That is the essence of grace. Grace comes to make us aware the Father has accomplished all things through Christ Jesus. Christ has received everything that the Father has ever promised us. And that it is now left with us to receive those things. To do what? To receive those things. Even though you will use a language receiving, it has to be done in faith. Hallelujah. You are not just saying you receive it and there is no faith in you and you expect what you have claimed to happen. It will not. Praise the Lord. So, and the reason why God will not bypass your faith is this. He has impacted into his word or into his voice, your faith. He has imparted into what? Into his word or into his voice, your faith, your faith, or his own faith. Now, his faith, which is now our faith, he has imparted it unto us. In Romans chapter 12, verse 3, the scripture says that God has given to every man a measure of what? Faith. That is a measure of his faith. So inside the word of God is his faith. Inside his voice is his faith. I'll make, um, I'll go deep into his voice and his word. Hallelujah. Alright. So in, in Mark 11, Mark 11, remember when Jesus cursed the fig tree and the apostles, let's go to Mark 11 so that we can establish this Mark 11. Thank you, Jesus. Mark chapter 11.
Thank you, Jesus. Mark chapter 11, verse 12. And on the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry, and seeing a fig tree afar of having leaves, he came, if happily he might find anything thereon. And when he came to eat, he found nothing but leaves. For the time of figs were not yet. And Jesus said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. Hallelujah. So he said this thing, let's say it is our time here, um, 841. So he spoke to the fig tree, let's say 841 a.m. He spoke to the fig tree at this time. And at that time, the next day, his disciples saw that the fig tree dried up from the root. The fig tree did what? Dried up from the root. Hallelujah. Now, look at verse 15 going. Let's, let's jump from there. Verse 20. Look at verse 20 going. And in the morning, so it was 24 hours, in the morning, <laughs> as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. You see that? So if Jesus spoke to the fig tree, said, no man will ever eat fruit of you forever. Now, most people, so let me say this, those, that statement that came out of Jesus was what? He cursed the fig tree, was the curse he placed on the fig tree. But most of the times when we are praying, and it's about to speak the desires of what we want to see happen, either for us or against our enemies, we use the word accursed. If you say accursed, you've not said anything. I get it. If you say you curse something, you curse a fig tree, you curse circumstances, you curse, you, you, you've not done anything. For example, let's say when COVID was happening, some men of God were saying, I curse COVID 19. You've not said anything. You've not said what? You've not said anything. You have to decree, you have to say, the end results. You have to say that word for it to become a curse. You have to say words for it to become a curse. So here, you will notice what they told Jesus. Listen to what told, uh, Peter said. Verse 21, And Peter calling to remembrance said unto Master, behold, the victory which thou curses. Did you see that? He, his, the sentence was what? No one will eat fruit of thee from now and forevermore. And Peter said that was what? A curse. Did you see the difference? I remember when COVID-19 was at this peak. The great man of God, Kenneth Copeland, stood, fell boldly, and called out COVID-19 and said, judgment is executed against you. And commanded COVID to die from its root. In fact, some media people took it and were making fun of it. But today, are they talking about COVID again? No. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
So Peter called Jesus to remembrance. He said, The fig tree that you cursed is withered away. Hallelujah. Now look at what Jesus said. You know, some of us would have said, Well, you know, <laughs> they would have given, would have gone ahead to elaborate and giving credence to ourselves. But look at what Jesus said. Jesus answered said unto them, Have faith in God. Now, King James, I don't know why King James used the word have faith in God, but that is not what the original translation says. The original translation says, Have the God kind of faith. Have what? The God kind of faith. Hallelujah. Say to me, I have the God kind of faith. That when I decree things, it will come to pass. That when I command things, it will happen as I have said. I have the God kind of faith to speak things into existence. I have the God kind of faith to destroy demonic works. To decree judgment against the works of the devil. And it will stand. And it will come to pass as I have said it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, have the God kind of what? Faith. Have the God kind of faith. Now, I think King James, the writers of King James, couldn't just imagine man operating like God. Because if a man is having the faith of God, then he's literally going to be like God here on earth. Is that what it is? So I think the writers could not just understand how that could be possible. So they say, have faith in God. But the original translation, what Jesus said here was that, have the God kind of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say to me, I have the God kind of faith. Or oh, say it loud and clear, I have the God kind of faith. So this is why Peter and uh, Paul in Romans chapter 12 verse 3 said that God has given to each one of us the measure of his faith. Hallelujah. God has given to each one of us the measure of what? Of his faith. Now it is that measure of your faith that you need to build upon. That measure of his faith, which is now your faith, is your down payment of everything Christ did for you on the cross. And you need to build on it. It is your foundation. It is what? Your foundation. Hallelujah. Amen. It is your foundation. Amen. So that is why we said we gave a definition of faith that faith is the persuasion of God. Faith is God influencing you to act on what he has said in his word. Faith is what? God influencing you to act on what he has said in his word. Faith is God persuading you. God doing what? Persuasions. God persuading you. So he said in Isaiah 53, he himself took our infirmities and by his Christ we were what? Healed. So faith would persuade, his faith persuades you to believe that by his Christ you were healed. So that is why it is no longer a question of if God is willing. It is not a question of our faith. 
Because God is always willing and will ever be willing to bless us, to increase us, to multiply us, to take us to the next level. God is ever willing to bring healing to us. God is ever willing to bring deliverance to us. The question is our faith. And God will not overrule it. It is a divine principle. If God violates your faith, he has violated his word. And he will cease to be God. Are you hearing me? That's what the scripture says. With that faith, it is impossible to please God. So all those who are trying to talk men out of faith, they are making a great mistake. So, so you see some people performing miracles and then they turn around to make, to, to make it... Let, let me tell you. There are many miracles today that are of Satan's origin. God's hand is not upon those miracles. They look genuine, they look authentic, but they are of satanic origins. They are of satanic what? Origins. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So Jesus intentionally cursed the fig tree to demonstrate the faith of God to the disciples. So when they asked him, he said it, have the God kind of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, to prove that, so I've given you one witness that your faith is the God kind of faith that was impacted onto you the day you received Jesus as the Lord and Savior. We see that in Matthew chapter, uh, Mark chapter 11 verse 22. And then Romans chapter th- uh, chapter 12 verse 3. Then if you go to Galatians 2.20, you will notice Paul saying this, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I did not. Galatians 2.20 is the summary of redemption. Is the summary of the work of redemption and the work of the believer. Amen. In other words, Galatians 2.20 is the sum of the entire Bible. It's the sum of what? The entire Bible. He said, I am crucified with Christ. So everyone that has ever made Jesus his Lord and Savior, everyone that has received Jesus as his Lord and Savior has been crucified with Christ. That's the truth. He said, nevertheless, I live. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone that believes in me, even though he was dead, yet shall he live. Amen. So Jesus died on the cross. We died together with him. He resurrected on the third day. We also resurrected together with him. Hallelujah. If you read Romans chapter 5 and Romans chapter 6, you will see it clearly written. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then he now went and said this. Crucified with Christ yet alive with him. And he said the life, so let me just quote it. He said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. Now, I want you to put a marker there or underline that phrase. Yet not I. Notice that he said, I live. I pour. I am living. But it is no longer I. Who is living? <laughs> if you want to understand faith, 
That is the place to start or to stay. That is the place. That is the root. That is the foundation. That is the key. He said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. He said, yet not I. But Christ lives in me. Did you see that? And he said, the life that I live in the flesh. Now, if Paul had said in the spirit, they would have just concluded it's a spirit matter. He said, this natural life that I am living, I am living by the faith of the Son of God who lost me and gave himself for me. Did you see that? So that is what faith is your life. So until you understand the reality of the God kind of faith in you, you are not yet living. You are not yet living. Hallelujah. Paul was saying that my natural life was the demonstration of Christ living with me. My natural life was Christ manifest. Hallelujah. Said me, my natural life is Christ manifest. Or say it like my natural life is Christ manifest. Or say it boldly, my natural life is Christ manifest. Christ is living through me. Hallelujah. That is what we call faith. What we call faith is Christ living through you. Christ living through your hands. Christ living through your mouth. Christ living through your legs. Christ living through your eyes. Christ living through every organ of your body. Christ living through you. From the crown of your head to the source of your feet. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Christ living through you. That is what we call faith. Hallelujah. Amen. What is faith? Christ living through me here on earth. Hallelujah. What is faith again? Christ living through me here on earth. That is faith. So that is what until we understand it, we will be helpless. We will be at the mercy of demonic forces. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I live in the flesh, that is my natural life, I live by the God kind of faith that was given to me by the Son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is why 1 John 5 it says that this is the victory that overcomes the world, even your faith. Hallelujah. Because when Christ is living through you, you will overcome. There's nothing that you cannot overcome when Christ is living through you. You overcome sicknesses. You overcome diseases. You overcome sin. You overcome lust. You overcome every arrow of the wicked one. That's why Ephesians chapter 6 is above all taking the shield of what? Faith. Whereby you will quench every fire.
I am in that of the enemy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So faith is your life. Is what? Is your life. Now, the difference between the New Testament and the Old Testament was that the Old Testament, God could not live in them. God could not walk in them. God could not live through them. God manifested as a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire by night. Is that what it? A pillar of cloud by day, a pillar of fire by night. That was how close God could manifest in them. God manifested in their accounts by physical manifestations, but not inside them. In the New Testament, in the New Covenant, God is manifesting Himself in us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He manifests Himself in what? In us. Amen. Through us. So don't look for physical signs. Look within you. Hallelujah. Look within you. Look within you. Praise the Lord. Remember in Jeremiah 31, a new covenant I will make with them. He said, I will write my word in their heart and in their minds. Hallelujah. I will write my words in their heart and in their minds. Why? So that through his word, he's able to live through us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So that is why with that genuine Bible word-based faith, it will be impossible. For God to continue to move on our behalf. God will never overrule faith. You know why? Because it is his faith. It is what? It is his faith. It is not your faith. It is his faith. Because Jesus has the God kind of what? Faith. Is that not it? So when we, when we are telling men to have faith, we should rephrase that statement. We should tell them, have the God kind of faith. That's the right way to say to them. We shouldn't tell them that you need to have faith. No. We should tell them to have the God kind of faith. Praise the Lord. That's what we should be telling believers. Have the God kind of faith. 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 The moment we say it that way, it will provoke something in them. The God inside them will rise up. He said, arise. Let all my enemies be scattered. He will arise inside you. He, he will arise inside you by his faith in you. And then you will open your mouth and you will speak. And then all your enemies will scatter. Hallelujah. I see everything that is not part of redemption scattering in your life right now. Whatever is not part of redemption is scattering in your life right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every sickness, every disease, every castration of the work of the enemy against your life is destroyed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In fact, let's, let's say it this way. Another way to define faith is this. Faith is God's warranty. God's what? Warranty. For example, have you ever bought a car or phones and they say or insurance? He said, Do you want to put insurance on it? Or you want to buy a product, especially here, 
the first thing we we'll ask is what is the warranty? How many years of warranty? How many days of warranty? Some will give you 90 days. Some will give you two years. I think at most it's five years. I don't know about bigger purchases. Are you getting it? But you see, this the God kind of faith is a lifetime warranty. Hallelujah. Say so me, the God kind of faith in me is a lifetime warranty. Or say it louder that the God kind of faith in me is a lifetime warranty. That is, it is guaranteed to work every single day without faith. Hallelujah. It is guaranteed to do what? To work every single day without faith. That is what Romans chapter 12 verse 13 is all about. Uh, verse 3 is all about. That God has dealt with every man according to the measure of the God kind of faith. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The God kind of faith is a what? It's a lifetime warranty. So you can bet on it. You can put your life on it. Hallelujah. You can put your life on it. 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 Even to the point of death, you can put your life on it and God will come through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can say like Esther, if I perish, I perish. But I know it will come true. You can say like the three evil boys. That our God is able to deliver us. And even if he does not, we will still not bow to this graven image. And God came through. And God came through. And God came through. You can be confident like Daniel. Who never begged, never cried. As they cast him into the lion's den. Hallelujah. Instead of the lions having lunch, they were having fellowship with Daniel. They were singing choruses. They were singing hymns, praising God. Hallelujah. And the same men who orchestrated that demonic plot against Daniel, look at what happened. Before they even got to the mouth of the, the door, the lions has already jumped on them and, you know, finished them. Snacks. That's what God will do to all your enemies. Amen. That is what your faith in God will do to all your enemies. Amen. They will be eaten by wild beasts. Amen. I said they will be eaten by wild beasts. They will be eaten by wild beasts. They will be eaten by wild beasts. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You see, sometimes we have heard so many things over a period of time and we have become so used to it. So sometimes when we, some of us, that God is beginning to show us or rephrase certain things to us, it's not going to be easy, but we have to keep saying it. But it is easy to tell somebody that that person inside him, especially a believer, that inside him lies the God kind of faith. And God expected to exercise that faith. That person will be much encouraged. Then you say, have faith in God. Praise the Lord. He has given us a measure of his faith. He has given us a what? A measure of his faith. That is why when Jesus came in Mark chapter 4, 
Go to Mark chapter 4. Let me show you something. Hallelujah. Are you blessed this morning? Amen. We are still on the definition of it. We have not gone. We are just starting. Praise the Lord. Mark chapter 4, verse 35. Mark chapter 4, verse 35. Please listen. And the same day when evening was come, that is in the evening, he said unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. Let us pass over unto the what? Unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him, even they took him even as he was in the ship. And there was also with him other little ships. And there was a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. Hey, can you look up? Jesus is Jesus inside the ship. The waves are beating. The ship is now full, full of water, and Jesus is inside. Meaning that no matter the storm of your life. The God kind of faith is waiting to produce results. Hallelujah. No matter what, the storms of life, no matter the challenges of life, no matter the test of life or the trials of life, the God kind of faith is in you waiting to manifest. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So Jesus was in the boat. In the ship with them. The waves were beaten. The winds were beaten. And the ship was now full. Now instead of their apostles to exercise the God kind of faith in them, look at what they did. Verse 38. And he, that is Jesus, was in the hinder part of the ship. He was lower. Asleep on a pillow. Did you see that? The God kind of faith is never afraid of challenges. No matter how stormy they are, the God kind of faith is able to sleep during challenges. Amen? The God kind of faith is able to do what? Is able to sleep in the midst of challenges. The God kind of faith is able to remain calm in the midst of challenges. He said, the man was sleeping. He was asleep. The disciples didn't have the God kind of faith, so they were running helpless, scattered. They were crying and rolling on the floor, peeing on themselves. Maybe. <laughs> Amen. But the God kind of faith was sleeping. You think Jesus was not aware? You think he didn't know? But by, his, by the God kind of faith in him, he could not be moved. He could not be moved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now look at what happened. Verse 38. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said unto him, Master, carest not, carest thou not that we perish? Don't you care that we perish? And that's the same what we are saying to God today. The Father, where are you? We are so poor. We are broken. We are sick. We are this. We are that. But he has already impacted onto us his kind of faith to get results. 
to calm the storm, to calm the winds, to calm the sea. He has already battled unto us his, his kind of faith to decree for the fig trees to die. He has already battled unto us his kind of faith to multiply whatever resources we have in our hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he arose and rebuked the wind. He did what? He rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. Now this is the direct manifestation of the God kind of faith. He spoke to the fig tree. It was the following day that they saw results. But this was instant. Instant results. So you see, sometimes when you decree a thing by faith, a time, time is needed to see manifestation. And depending on the level of your God kind of faith, you will decree a thing and it will happen instantly. It will do what? It will happen instantly. Here, we see the two kinds of faith. One happening the next day. And if it was even two weeks, it is still a miracle. Here, we are seeing instant miracles. As he repeat the sea, he said, peace be still. He repeat the wind and the sea and said, peace be still. The wind ceased and there was great calm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The wind ceased, the sea ceased and there was a great calm. Whatever we blowing against our destiny, I decree peace be still in Jesus' name. Amen. I decree peace be still in Jesus' name. Amen. Every satanic storm raging against your destiny, peace be still in Jesus' name. Amen. Every satanic storm raging against your destiny, your children, your household, your finances, peace be still in Jesus' name. Peace be still in Jesus' name. Amen. Peace be still in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now look at the question Jesus asked them in verse 40. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Did you see that? So that means that they themselves could have said the same thing Jesus said. They could have rebuilt the wind and the wind would have ceased. They could have rebuilt the sea, the sea would have ceased. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are so many things in our lives that represents the wind and the sea. We need to release the God kind of faith against it. Hallelujah. There are so many things in our lives that represents the sea. That represents the wings. We need to release the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith is a lifetime guarantee. It will work today. It will work tomorrow. It will work forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It will work today. It will work tomorrow. It will work forever. As long as this earth remains, 
As long as we are here on earth, the God kind of faith cannot fail. The God kind of faith cannot fail. It cannot fail. It cannot fail. It cannot fail. It is a guarantee. It cannot fail. It is a guarantee. It cannot fail. It cannot. So Jesus asked them, why are you so fearful? Why is it that you have no faith? Praise the Lord. Verse 41. And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what man of man is this? That even the wind and the sea obey him. Hallelujah. That is what they will begin to say about you. Amen. Men will begin to say about you, Amen. what man of woman are you? What man of man are you? That even the wind obeys you, the sea obeys you, demons obeys you, witches obeys you, forces of darkness obeys you, the devil himself obeys you. And you will tell them that God cannot fail. It's a guarantee. Hallelujah. 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 So, so in the New Testament, God is looking for ways to express himself. And the only way God can express himself is through his faith that he gave us. It's through what? His faith that he gave us. We need to exercise that faith so that God can express himself by our speaking, by our talking, by our decrees, by our prayers. Did you see that? Hallelujah. That is why he said in 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, God me to 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Look at what God is seeking to do. So when Paul said, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. Christ lives in me and the life that I live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself to me. So in other words, Paul was talking about the demonstration of the God kind of faith in his life. That is the covenant God has with us. The covenant God has with us is to demonstrate his faith through us. Hallelujah. <laughs> let, let me say it again. The covenant God has with us is to demonstrate his faith in us. Praise the Lord. That's what Paul was saying in Galatians 2.20. Now look at 2 Corinthians chapter 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. We read from verse 14 going. And being not an equally yoke together with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? So the believers righteousness, the unbelievers what? Unrighteousness. White communion has light with darkness. So the believer is light, the unbeliever is darkness. And what concord has Christ with Belial? So the believer is called what? Christ. Did you see that? Here, the believer is called what? Christ. The unbeliever is Belial, a, a, a demonic idol. On what path has he that believed with an infidel? So the believer is called what? A believer. The Christian is called the believer. The unbeliever is called what? An infidel. What agreement has the temple of God with idols? So the believer is called what? 
the temple of God, the house of God. Now, who, who lives in a house? Is it not the house owner? Is it the house that is living in itself? Is your house living in itself? Who lives in your house? Who lives in your house? You live in your house. Is that not it? Here, look at what the scripture said. What agreement has the temple of God? So you are the temple of God. And who lives in the temple? God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank God. Now, for ye are the temple of the living God. So I am the temple of the living God. Oh, say it loud and clear. I am the temple of the living God. And God is living in me. God is walking in me. God is talking through me. God is using my hands. God is using my mouth. God is using my mind. God is using my legs. God is using every fiber of my being. Oh, come on. You are, you, you are not saying with confidence. Hallelujah. You, you have to say it with confidence. I am the temple of the living God. God is living in me. God is walking through me. He's using my hands. He's using my legs. He's using my eyes. He's using my mind. He's using my praise. He's using my mouth. He is using every fiber of my being. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them. That's the basis of the new covenant. In the old covenant, God could not dwell in them. He could not dwell. He dwelt among them, but not in them. He dwelt among them with a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire. Day and night. But in the New Testament, he is dwelling in us. Hallelujah. I will dwell in them, walk in them, I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Did you see that? They shall be my what? My people. I will walk in them. I will walk in them. That's what Paul was saying. It is no longer me, but it is Christ. It is no longer me, but it is Christ. It is no longer me, but it is Christ. Walking and living in me. And they shall be my people. That is the manifestation of the God kind of faith. That is the manifestation of what? The God kind of faith. That is the manifestation of the God kind of faith. That by his faith in you, he is able to live in you, walk in you, talk through you, and use you. That's the essence of it. That is what without it, he can't do anything. He can't do anything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith is an impartation of the word. Faith is an impartation of what? 
the word of God. Either the written word of God or the voice of God, which we call the voice of the Holy Ghost. It comes in those two forms. Either hearing God's voice audibly or inward voice or inner witness or through the written word of God. So if hearing audible voice of God is difficult for you, if hearing the inward witness is difficult or the inward voice is difficult, you can assess God's voice through this book called the Bible. You can assess God's what? Voice through this book called the Bible. Especially in the New Covenant, the New Testament. That is where you can draw faith. That is where you can do what? You can draw faith. There are some scriptures in the Old Testament that were pointing to the reality of the New Testament that you can draw faith from those scriptures. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the only way God can act and move on our behalf is when we activate his faith through his word. Did you see that? The only way God can do what? God can act and move on our behalf is when we activate his faith through his word. So Romans 10, 17. So that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What we call the Roman word is the impartation of God's faith. Is the impartation of what? God's faith. Hagan told Jesus that he read the, the New Testament over 150 times. And he hasn't seen where it was written that the believer must do something about the devil. Jesus said, there are many more things in there that you haven't seen it yet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is ever willing. God is ever ready. And his provisions are unending. His blessings are what? Unending. It all depends on our faith to deliver results. Praise the Lord. That is why you cannot go back to the law. The law brings you to slavery. The law brings you to bondage. Faith brings you to life. And life abundantly. It brings you to holiness. It brings you to righteousness. It brings you to sanctification. It brings you to God's wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. As we close, let's read Hebrews chapter 11. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11. Now, why do you think that a, a whole chapter will be dedicated to faith? Hebrews chapter 11. Take time and study Hebrews chapter 11. And every name listed that even including Rahab, the prostitute, she got her deliverance by faith. It said by faith, Rahab, the prostitute, received the spies. She became righteous. The shock of prostitution broke over her soul. Hallelujah. By her faith. Hallelujah. So I don't care whatever shock the enemy has placed over you. The God kind of faith is potent enough to break it. The God kind of faith is potent enough to break it. 
the God kind of faith is potent enough to break it. Look at the wars of Jericho. It was an impossible war. War. An impossible war to break down. The wall was built such that I think they could even build another house on top. Are you ever going to break that? But what happened when they received God's word? When God spoke to them and they moved by faith, the walls of Jericho came down. The walls of Jericho came down. Every wall of Jericho that has been standing between you and your destiny, they are coming down now in the name of Jesus Christ. I bring them down in the name of Jesus Christ. All the walls of Jericho against you, resistance you, I crush them by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. The rest couldn't withstand their faith. Jordan gave up by their faith. All their enemies, the Jebusites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, they bowed to them by their faith. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11 verse 30 By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. By faith the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she has received the spices with peace. No matter that demonic joke over your life the God kind of faith will crush it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now verse 32 says, What shall I more say? For the time will fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson, of Jephthah, of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets who wrought, who through faith subdue kingdoms. So there is no regime on earth that can withstand the God kind of faith in you. There is no constitution. There is no whatever they call it, whether communist or democrat, whatever they call it, there is no governmental rule in any nation that can withstand the power of the God kind of faith. Who do first of two kingdoms? wrought righteousness. Did you see that? They did what? They wrought righteousness. Obtain promises. Stop the mass of lion. So Daniel stopped the mass of lion by faith. The mass of lions were stopped by what? By faith. He didn't just go, he didn't just enter the man. The man was full of faith. When he, as soon as he entered, the lions could not open their mouths again. They stopped the mouth of lions by faith. Every mouth of lions against you is shut up right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 34 Quench the violet of fire, escape the edge of the sword. Every violent of fire against your destiny is quenched right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I say it is quenched right now in the name of Jesus Christ. 
if they squint right now in the name of Jesus Christ. It's an act of weakness. We're made strong. So is there a weakness in you? Did you see that? The act of weakness. We're made what? Strong. So every weakness of your life, every weakness of the flesh, by the activation of the God kind of faith inside you, you are made strong right now. Amen. I say you are made strong right now. Amen. You are made strong right now. Amen. You are made strong right now. Set me every weakness in me. By the activation of God's kind of faith, I am made strong right now. I am made strong right now. I am made strong right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. So no matter your weakness, no matter your shortcomings, the activation of the God kind of faith turns into strength. Turns into strength. Turns into strength. He said they escape the edge of the sword. What's valiant in flight tend to fight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead race to life again. And others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, uh, look, there were deliverance for them, but they refused. That they wanted to obtain what? A better resurrection. That's what Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. That's what Paul said, I wish I myself could be a Christ for the sake of my people Israel. There were deliverance provided, but they wanted a better resurrection. Hallelujah. He said they were tortured not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Hallelujah. Amen. You see the word they wrote righteousness. The New King James Version put it this way. They what? the acts of righteousness. They did what? They what? the acts of righteousness. Faith is it. It is the enforcer of the new covenant. Set me faith is the enforcer of the new covenant. Set me my faith is the enforcer of the new covenant. My faith is the enforcer of the new covenant. My faith is the enforcer of the new covenant. Hallelujah. You are blessed of the Lord. With this understanding, you shouldn't lack faith one day. You should continue to build your faith. Next week, we are going to look at how faith makes you holy. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you blessed this morning? Lift up your voice and give God thanks. Give Him thanks. Lift up your voice. Begin to thank Him for His word. Begin to praise Him. Begin to honor Him. In the name of Jesus.